You better watch your mouth, Crowley, or I'll put a window in your head. Just don't rub my scales the wrong way. Oblivion 2. Welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Sequel. This is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels, and we do it in two parts. The first, an interview with an actor, someone involved that made the film worth watching, and the second, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. Really hope you enjoyed last week's interview with number one on the call sheet, director Sam Irvin. It was so cool to talk about his journey growing up as a kid with his father and grandfather owning competing cinemas and then him traveling out to California and actually seeing a scene shot for a movie. And then just his book, you know, I was a teenage monster hunter and his encounters with Vincent Price, Christopher Lee, you name it. He's talked to him or he's directed him, especially Elvira. Like right after I talked to him a few weeks back, he was going back to Romania and actually visited the set of the movie that we're talking about this week of oblivion to backlash but it was him and cassandra peterson and 30 people from america visiting all the sites from a virus haunted hills great stuff sam was awesome check out his hallmark movie i have it on sequelsonly.com forward slash sam urban there's so many flicks you gotta check it out but uh yeah i'm excited to talk about this movie because i i never i didn't ask sam when i talked to him but it's very twin peaks ish and there's a character from tweaks peak uh twins peaks in it and there's Twin Peaks in this that I enjoy in Lash. But uh, before I talk about it anymore, I got to introduce you to my partner in the sequel watching journey, Jamie Riccardi. Jamie, how are you? I'm doing okay, Doug. How are you doing? Pretty good, man. Uh, I, I like movies like this. And I think you enjoy movies that have like these random people in it. In it, Because you're one of those people, you watch a movie like me. And like Sam, when he talked about it, like he loved casting whether it be guy at the end of the bar, it's like a person that we know. So it's like sort of like Sharknado-ish when you have all these like people that you know. Like you had like George Takai as like a Southern cowboy. I couldn't understand a word he said the most of the movie. I well, mean, I think that was uh, that was the bit because even in the first one, you could like barely hear him because he was like drunk the whole time. Maybe really <sighs> drunk. I don't know. Well, all right. And I, I know this is not going to be a surprise, but how long have we been doing this podcast? Well, you shouldn't know. Are you asking? Are you no, asking? No, I'm asking is this like you. one of those I'm, rhetorical I'm, questions? Yeah. Yes. So we've been doing it for we, a long we've time. We've done it for four, over four years. Okay. And how many, you know, how many movies would you say we've done? We've done easily probably like 120-ish. Okay. So I would say that we're, you know, like we're doing pretty good, right? I mean, you know, we, we, we're, we're, we're doing it for a long time. We got a, a nice uh, following. We we're we, we've done aliens and we've done Die Hard two. We've done all these great movies. Munchie strikes back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Four years later and we're doing oblivion Two. this movie was so awful. What? Awful. I mean, you know what this movie reminded me of? It's like I, it felt, I felt like I was watching the surreal life on VH1, and like, like, like I know, like the Jerry Shore, like they would have to work at the store and be on the show. Like, I felt like they were forced to do this movie because they're all living together in the surreal life. All these B actors, and they were forced Ouch. to do this campy, crappy movie, which 
I mean, it was 19. It looked like it was made in 1982, but it was made in 1996, right? Yeah, I think that's when it came. They filmed both of them back to back in like '93. I, I, I th- honestly thought it was awful. I, I was not entertained. I have no idea what the plot is, and uh, I just, I didn't like it. Well, uh, well, you don't like a lot of movies. No, I don't like a lot of movies, but this one, <laughs> to me, to me, this one being ranked high again. I, I always go back to the Son of the Mask. This is, I think, ranked like 35 on Rotten Tomatoes. And nice. Son of the Mask is under ten. Agreed. I would rather watch Son of the Mask. Ah, yeah, yeah. There's no lash in Son of the Mask. I, no, I know. Oh, yeah, but there's the no, nosy neighbors. That's, that's, that's the one time I laughed. But, uh, well, well, before we get too into this, and I and I try to convince Jamie other, I feel like I'm a lawyer. I am like the defense attorney for these movies, and I, I wear that I wear that badge proudly, sir. Yeah. Okay. And before you get to our guest, I, I get it, and I get the type of movie it is. I think Sharknado is more entertaining. Like I just, I, I had a rough time, a real rough time watching this one. This one was, this was rough. Yeah. But okay, go ahead. It, it was like Twin Peaks. I liked it. No. And uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, our guest, he hasn't been here in a while. It's so funny. This is my favorite thing when we have people back that have been with us for a while is trying to remember the movies. And I think Nick's is really easy because I feel like I picked the best <laughs> the ones worst. for him. So, well, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So uh, Nick, he uh, Munchie, Munchie Strikes Back, Piranha Two is the most recent. He did Cannonball Run Two, which is pretty. Okay. That was a pretty that's, great one. That's a, that, that's a great one. Oh God, there's more, Nick. What's another? Did we do another? Yeah, uh, we did Rocky Four. Oh, Rocky oh, Five. Wait, 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 uh, I feel like you're it? lucky you got Cannibal Run. Okay, so you know. Yeah. Oh, and Halloween. Uh, Resurrection. Oh, and Halloween Resurrection. Great. We give them the good oh. ones, man. Uh. Nick. Nick, how you doing? Good, Doug. Jamie, I'm happy to be back. Um, when you told me I was doing Oblivion too, I thought they had made a sequel to the Tom Cruise movie, so I was like, oh, cool. And then I <laughs> and then I saw the uh, the poster, and I was like, this is not the Tom Cruise movie. Uh. Yeah, that like, would have been uh, great. That would have been cool. Yeah, Doug, like you said, um, it's like very Twin Peaks. It felt like, yeah, very David Lynch Twin was Peaks. like the studio was like, David Lynch, we want you to direct a cowboy Western epic, but make it in the vein of like these old Adam West Batman TV show. Like oh, do yeah. that. And uh, if yeah, it would have been a home run if that was the case. I love, dude, yeah. Julie Newmar in this movie. And again, at this point, obviously, it's not like we're talking about a movie that came out today. But that's still like what twenty seven years ish. The Batman was off the air, like the original series. She mm-hmm. still looks great. She still looks really good. Like, yeah, like she unreal. does. But okay, but but this movie was made in nineteen ninety six, and it does have that Batman. In, Wait, uh, this was made like, in ninety six. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thought- yes. That's what I'm saying. So oh. it has the Batman feel to it. That the entire look, the budget was only about two million dollars. Like I, oh, yeah. I looked it up. They shot so it was a cheap back. Bu- yeah. Well, it, I think that was being generous. It looked like the budget might have been like like five hundred thousand. That's like the, well, they it, built that set. They built that set as an investment to use, and it's been used in TV shows and movies. 
Oh, shocker. Because everything like shook when they walked around and <laughs> fell apart, I think. as a, I, I think, again, the costumes, they it looked like they were going, it looked like a Halloween party. Like the, yeah. the, some of the outfits that everybody was wearing made no sense to the characters that they were. And it just looked, it, I, I really felt like I was watching like a, a Halloween party and just people like putting on a play. Yeah. It That's felt like a really like. bad acid trip. Oh, I, I, I take a bad ass trip over this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Isaac Hayes was in this. Oh my gosh. Oh. Okay, he played what a bellhop at a bar. That, that's where the budget went. I don't know went. what he was. I don't he know was what he was because I thought, yeah, yeah, it was weird his role that he seemed like he wasn't a bartender at the bar poker room. No, no, but he wore the bellhop. You know, the the hat of the bellhop. Mm-hmm. He had that little circle hat. Which, yeah, yeah. Do, okay, first of all. Do they have bellhops? Like, have you ever seen a bellhop before? At hotels, uh, yeah. Yeah, hotels. Yeah. Have? Yeah. You've yeah. seen bellhops. Yeah. That yeah. Bring, yeah. They bring your bags to the room. I and have stuff? never seen a bellhop first. And they're wearing a little hat on top of their head? Yeah. I mean, they were. Oh, well. No I mean, way. Yeah, so. Yes. Then I, okay. Fancy, they didn't wear fancy the little places. Hat. I, I walked no, in. Oh, well, I, I'm not rich like you. So maybe that's what No, it I is. just went in there to use the bathroom. <laughs> I just saw them. He's like, sir, can I take your bags? I'm like, yeah, hold, hold this for a second. And I walked in the bathroom and walked out. Why do you think their hat is so small? Like, like it really, lo- it looks like, like, I don't understand. Like, what, what do you think that concept is? And it's got the rubber band on it, right? So it's a hat well, with I think a little it's rubber band. Status. I think it's status. When you first get hired, it's a really, really tiny hat. When you're training, it's like a little tiny, like Dixie cup hat. And then the more, you, the more every year they give you a size up. <laughs> okay. And then that's why you're, if you ever see somebody walking around with a lampshade in their head, they're 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 top rank. Are are these the same people that is, that have the bellhops in their hotel? Because I've never seen anyone walking around with a lampshade either. <laughs> they put them upstairs. That's only for VIPs. Oh, oh they they're in the, the presidential in suite. They're in. They a suite. cut the hole okay. in it, almost like in like Fat Albert. <laughs> Fat... <laughs> okay. Uh, great. Did you did you see who the villain was in this movie? Okay. The guy who or was like uh who played Jaguar? No, no, oh, well, not Maxwell Caulfield. I guess he was sort of a villain at one point, but uh Andrew uh Divoff, who was the bat he was the villain in a ton of movies, but I remember him from Toy Soldiers, the Sean Astin yeah. uh Will Wheaton movie. He plays the hmm. bad guy in that one, the terror the main terrorist. He was the guy under that makeup in these movies. Oh, he was Jaguar? Yeah, he was Jaguar and then Spoiler, if you saw the first one, Nick can attest because you watch it. He's red eye. Yeah. Why Basically, did you have me why did you have me watch the first one when I could have just watched the first 15 minutes of this movie? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I've never I was, seen it. I was like, wait, okay. what <sighs> I've never been I've never watched a movie where the movie plays for 10 minutes before it starts. It literally was 10 minutes. And then was, the first scene started. I was waiting well, for it to well, end. You're caught and up I was now. Like, it just, you're caught up, Jamie. I am so caught up. Who who wants to watch ten minutes of a movie that they already saw? Well, you didn't see it yet, so you didn't know it yet. And, so and there's a reason why I didn't see it again. So I don't need like if I'm if I'm trying to avoid a movie in the first place, I don't need ten minutes before the movie that I'm paying to see to watch it again. But then you but, learn about Zach's dad getting shot. Okay, I learned about George Takai's alcohol problem. Yes, and, and he way, says, and the, Jim, beam me up, Scotty. Yeah. And he, he oh, threatens to shoot. 
he threatens to shoot the girl and he's, she's like coffee and he's like, just give me the booze. (laughs) The the, the fact that they do all these throwbacks to their old characters. Yeah. I mean, the fact that Miss Kitty scratches. (laughs) Oh, so many, so many. And I love it. It's great. Nine. I even wrote down. I'm like, Oh, she has nine lives. And I'm like, Oh, I guess her nine lives are up. But (laughs) all right. But again, it was 10 minutes, literally, until the first scene. Yeah. Which I have queued up. So if people are watching or listening, you can hear who I'm going to be drooling over <laughs> for the next. Uh... <laughs> and of course, I'm talking Lash. You see Sam Irving, who is in the opening scene in the movie. Sam puts himself in the movies, and uh, this is him who uh, walks in, the cowboy. Okay, look, at the, look at the outfits they're wearing. It literally is go to the closet, take whatever you can to put on, and come on to set. I know. It's like creating like a dystopian future, but that's Sam. How great is that? (laughs) I wouldn't do that if I were you. See, that's a bellhop hat. Oh, oh man. He doesn't care. He doesn't care what Isaac Hayes says. Look at the size of that lighter, man. Look look at the size of that earring. My eyebrows are gone. Serious, that's serious. And look, what are those goggles? Like, literally, he put together his outfit in the back oh. room. <laughs> I thought he was starting to dance. Woo! Oh. <laughs> those things will kill you. And it's like an anti-smoking ad. Look at that. She's killed 15 people that were going to die probably 40 years later of lung cancer. She's very Rose McGowan-ish. Oh, oh yes. Uh, no, yeah, way better comparison. than Rose McGowan. Uh, wait. Uh, I don't know. I like Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan in uh, the wrestling movie. Ready yes. to Rumble. Ready to peak, Rumble, yeah. Peak Rose McGowan. <laughs> well, yeah, now let's talk about this movie. Uh, but yeah, so then you get some people that, uh, that's what, again, there's so many people in this movie you know from other things, like Meg Foster, who plays Stell. I just saw her in They Live, and she's in so many other things over the years. But uh yeah, so we get she, she we, has that creepy look though because her eyes are so blue. It's yeah. like and, and I remember her from They Live. I mean, like that was uh yeah, she's and wasn't she on a like a Star Trek or something like that? I think she, she looked was like in, she was a Star Trek. She looks like okay, yeah. first of all, yeah. this show Star Trek. this this movie looks like a Star a Star Trek series. Like yeah. it doesn't look like a movie. It looks like it's made for sci-fi as a as a TV series. Yeah. Yeah, like, no, no, you're right. Okay. <laughs> No, no, you do definitely get those vibes. I agree with you. But no, no, Meg Fo- Yeah, I don't know what show she was. She wasn't on V. Was she on V in the 80s? That big Maybe. show that Robert Englund was she, on? She, and like She looks like she's in like a lot of alien stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but her eyes, you're right. That, like you, like in They Live, when you see her oh, eyes, even though yeah. I've seen it a bunch of times, you're like, oh, she's just because of the eyes. Like the way. And then she throws Piper out the window. <laughs> like, so, so nonchalantly, you're like, all right, she's got to be like superhuman. But uh, yeah, great movie. Okay. Great, great watch, movie, if, but yes, if you, if you watch the yeah. first one, you find out a lot more about her. You do, and you find out some mm. very odd things in okay. this one, like what she wants to change in this one, like that okay. scene. Yeah. Okay. So she's a female RoboCop. Is that what she is, or was she made into? Was she a human at, at some point? She's like a cyborg, like a. Well, that's that's RoboCop. She's like the um, the one from um, <laughs> what is it? No. Uh, the one f- Jason movie in space, the like the robot, uh, uh, 
she's, she's, she's okay. Like an android. She's a female. Like android, yeah. She is a co- she's a a cop. Yeah. And she's a robot. She's a RoboCop. I mean, <laughs> her arm her arm shoots off later in the movie. Yeah, like rock, <laughs> so, up, rock up soccer robots. Yeah. So I mean, so okay. So she's so she's she is like a robot. She is like I, I again. I didn't see the first movie, so I don't know if she was a robot in the first movie too. She was, yeah. No, they really didn't. They talked a little bit about it, but then she she wanted to change. So that would, that's what made no sense when mm. George Takai was like working when Doc Valentine was working on her. And I'm like, what is he gonna do? And he like, like in what world do you want anyone to have the power to crush a rock? And then she could not stop crushing. Well, because of if, if you if you work in like in a coal mine, you can make diamonds. <laughs> okay. Doesn't isn't that what Superman does? He crushes the the coal and he gets a diamond. What is that in Superman three or Superman four? Does he do that? It's probably like three or four. Probably like quest quest for peace. <laughs> when he's going into nuclear man. Oh. But yeah, so like, what was like, what was what was she trying to do with? So okay, so George Sakai is the mad scientist. Is that what it is? He's like the doctor. Like he does everything. Scientist. He's like the, yeah. the old time me. Like the doctor did everything. I guess you know he fixed everyone with everything. So he's that phony doctor that pretended like he had medicine that worked, like the snake yeah. oil salesman yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that's that's yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. All right. And he was drunk all the time, so who would trust him? <laughs> yeah. He was hammered yeah. the whole movie. He was always boozed up. I yeah. could not understand a word he said. I it was <laughs> and and he like I'll give him credit. He played the crap out of his role. I mean, yeah. like he went all out to be as weird as he can. That's the one thing no, about this movie. It. No one, no one really phoned it in. They were all. I, it felt like everyone was no, like in 100%. it. One hundred percent. With a movie like this, you would feel like some people would just kind of be like, "All right, whatever." But most people were like, "No, let's do it." Yeah, even Lurch, Lurch's role in this movie. We covered Lurch earlier in the year because he was the the main villain in uh, the Ewoks: The Battle for Endor. He played that main creature at the end of the movie but no even him in this movie like he's as quirky as he is as lurch or in twin peaks like his line but like I ne- i've never heard him speak before so i'm surprised he spoke like you know because he had i thought he, I, had funny I, lines. I thought he did but i thought he would have like the jaws like sounding voice mm-hmm. you know like or like the andre the giant because he's such yeah. a big guy and he, he actually no, sounded normal he, like, he had normal. a normal yeah. speaking voice he's probably like the superest like nicest guy ever but he just looks like he has that real menacing like look. So let, why is he wearing like the Abraham Lincoln hat? Well, he's the old school mortician. They always wore those hats back in the day. Okay, so, okay. so this movie's made in 1996. Where, do you, when is it supposed to be taking place? Is it supposed to be play, taking place on a planet now? Yeah. Or is it? Okay. Well, I don't know what year it is, but it's in some dystopian future where everything like worlds are collide. Like, Wait, it's the in the future, dressed- but, they, but everything looks like it's in the past? Well, yeah. different and they societies still have guns can be at stuff. different speeds than we are. Okay. There might be a planet uh, X47 somewhere out there where they may be just building the first bicycle or something. You never know. They still have horses and six-shooter guns. So, Well, are, are they horses or are they and robot spaceships. horses? And spaceships. They're robot horses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah robot horses. But I love that they're spaceships, and he parks it at the train station. Okay, wait. Okay. First of all, the, the, one, the one ship looked like the Millennium Falcon right in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. that thing is flying away. Crowley, are you? Well, you talking about Grease Two guy? Grease Two, His spaceship, yeah. Maxwell okay. Caulfield, who okay. didn't age so, from Grease Two to this. No, movie? he looked. He looks he exactly, exactly the, the same. same but yeah. I mean, how how far are you reaching when you're using him as your main villain, like the main one of the main actors? Well, like, is he the main villain? 
Well, he was supposed to be. Villain. He was gonna kill Lash or take Lash in. Well, what was, she's kind of bad. She, the bad. She, she cut bad. a guy's dick off. We didn't talk about it. No, yet, wait, wait a second. She, she cut okay. a guy's We're, dick off. Well, I mean, <laughs> shame on him for putting the map there. I mean, so that's his fault. Yeah. So, uh, but wait, I want to go back to the spaceship. So, sure. He comes. They they arrive on a a train track for the spaceship. Well, no, he, he flew in the sky and then he just yeah. parked at the train station. For no, but no, but he came on a train track the way he came around. It like it was like a like a, mm. a it came in like a like a slide, like he was on a track. But there were no other spaceships. So, <laughs> why do they have a a train track station? But there's no that there wasn't one other spaceship throughout the whole movie. <laughs> the budget Only was really that. light. <laughs> okay. it, was a, it was a really light budget. Okay. All right. But uh yeah, no, we'll talk about Crowley in a second. But no, because who looks at he looks like, which I think it's whenever you do these type of movies, like these B movies, you always have these characters that look like other people, or they're like wardrobe wise, they're looking for somebody else. Who who who's he looked like look? John Ritter. I thought he looked like John Ritter. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I was gonna say Willy Wonka. <laughs> He, well, he, I mean, he was dressed like Willy Wonka. Like really Wonka, yeah. But his face—I'm talking about Grease Two guy. He looked like John Ritter at first. I'm looking at him, and he looked very similar to him. Yeah, John Ritter could have been in this movie. He, he would have been much better. Oh, I'm Maxwell Coffee. He—he he was the, good. He was the cheesiness I mean, of the role. Well, he good. owned it. The lines were cheesy. Yeah. He was at one point a robot because when he tur- when he oh the fish changed head. Oh. But when he changed to whatever he was, uh. I thought he was a robot because when he got kicked in the balls and he said, and you're bling, and he says, you got to have brass ones in my business. I'm like, is he a robot or does he okay. just have brass balls? Okay. First of all, the sound effects in this movie is ridiculous. I felt like I was watching a Looney Tunes cartoon because there, there was so many like sound effects. Z- zoinks. Uh, and... Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, back to Grease 2 guy. Caulfield? Yeah, yeah. Maxwell Caulfield. Okay. Yeah. Grease 2 is a horrendous movie. So <laughs> they're like, you know what? Let's let's we're making a movie. Let's grab someone from one of the worst movies ever made to put him in another movie that's even worse than the one he was in before. But the, but that gave us Pfeiffer. It did give us Pfeiffer, but she went on <laughs> to bigger, better things. He went on to this crap. <laughs> Whoa! I mean, different you know, trajectories in career. I'm just saying, you know, if you're trying to make a movie, why would you take anyone from a movie that was that bombed? <laughs> Well, I, I could tell you why, because no one else wanted to be in the movie, so they <laughs> beggars couldn't be choosers. No way. Sam could have had a, a ton of people in this movie. No, I think he had a relationship with Maxwell Caulfield. No, he's uh, he's good. I like uh, Again, I, I remember reading an article about him when he was in Greece, too. I feel like he was, like, really young, and he was, like, married to, like, a woman, like, a lot older than him. And I think his wife was, like, in her 40s. They ended up, like, breaking up because the girl he was with later i remember i think when how did this game a covered it somebody interviewed him or uncovered like a playboy article with him and he was talking about mature women and he like only liked women over 40 well women over 40 like a cool writer (laughs) 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 oh man so let's get back to the beginning so so they're doing this poker hand they're betting uh it's lash the amazing lash in this movie and she is, pl- I don't even know what the other guy's name was, but they were betting. And what did she put up? She put up, oh, sex herself. Yeah. Yeah, Correct. she did. And he put up the mine, the draconian mine, which draconian is mentioned in the first movie. Yeah. 
But in this one, it really never came to be anything. Well, it became something that moved, which is kind of wild at the end. But uh, but when when the, when she loses and she's like, okay, make sure you bring the map, right? She makes sure to mention that when they leave the poker table. She did. And then. Yeah. So, okay. What? If you have a choice, and I get it why you want to tattoo it to yourself. This way you always have it in case it gets lost. True. Prison break. Of all. Okay. Right. Prison break. Whatever. But of all the places that you yeah. could. Because wouldn't like, let's just say for argument's sakes, like when you're, when you're getting the tattoo of the map in a certain area, are you at full attention? To get the full map, or you know what? And what if you can't get full attention? Then you only see part of the map, half the map. Great question. I would think you have to get it full attention yeah. because it's really hard for the artist to know how much Pause. it's gonna. It's like <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like when you. Uh, it's like uh, you know, like those things that you drop in water, like the animals, like the monkeys. You drop the yeah. monkey in the water, you leave it overnight, it grows. Yeah. It's like so hard to like if you. Yeah, if you're gonna write on that little monkey a word. And then when it grew, it's really hard to like write to know that it's going to be like this, the right thing. So I think you'd have to be at full attention in order to make sure that you get the full picture. But, but okay, so so then when she cuts it off, it's not at full attention. It's got to be hard to read because then it's like then Wait, then it's you like just oh, said it's, it's got to be hard to read. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, it does have to be hard to read. <laughs> but but then now it's all wrinkly and now you know you got to stretch it out to to read the whole thing and it's gonna be hard to see and you know like i'm just saying like i, I just feel like there's better places you could you know put a map on where would you put your map on your body my thigh yeah in a thigh. Your thigh okay yeah, yeah my thigh i just think you know again it's i want to be able to read it the whole time you know i think just there you know i don't know i think that would that's and like all right, so if you're you're searching for something, you know, whatever's on that map, okay. First of all, it's got to be you know the angles, and it'd be hard to read it if you're on yourself there, you know, to really see the whole map. Like I'm assuming it's written around the entire area. I would think so. A north has got to be to the head. I would think, right? Yeah. And, and not for nothing. Let's be honest. I mean, it's probably a small map. <laughs> yeah, you know we're not we're not we're not talking about Will Chamberlain here, right? So uh, you know we're you know so it, it was probably a small map. We're talking about we're talking about not Bill Pullman, <laughs> not Bill Pullman. You mean yeah, Bill Hader? Is that who you meant? No, the guy looked like Bill Pullman from Spaceballs. Oh, I thought you huh? meant Bill per- Pullman had a history of having a huge hog. Oh, that's did what he I really? thought you were talking about. I don't oh. know. You just said out of nowhere. Bill no, Pullman. I, I, I'm just talking about how he looks like now, but his. Oh, okay. And then, I, then I, and then I think you meant Bill Hader because Rachel Bilson came out recently talking about like that's the first time she ever orgasmed was with <laughs> Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Wow. Wait, that's Napoleon Dynamite. No, that's no. that's that's Barry. That's John Heater. Oh, t- <laughs> Bill Hader from SNL, man. Oh, okay. Come on. Right. I, I thought it was Nepo- I thought it was Napoleon Dynamite. No. <laughs> gosh but no uh okay. I, I guess i guess you'd have to do something stretch it out you'd have to like pin something and but somehow or you just have to take the whole skin off stretch it out like cut it in the right spot oh. peel it out like a map and that's what you got to do 
Jesus. Yeah. All right. I just I just think there's better places this guy could have done it. You know. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, and so okay, so she's he's about to have sex with her, and you have that creepy guy underneath. Which who is that guy? He looks familiar. Oh, Bork. Oh, no, dude. His Bork. name's Erwin Keyes. He okay. is one of those character actors. I would say put him toe to toe with like Tex Cobb. They oh, play yeah. a similar role. I bet you they audition for the same movies. Like Tex Cobb could be in that role in this movie. Like the same oh, kind yeah. of thing. Well, Doofy, I mean, yeah, but Bork, Bork has that look, though. I mean, he definitely yeah. has that like look that uh, he has the look of the role that he played. Right. Oh, yeah. So, like, he, he, I mean, he literally walked in and they were like, dude, we don't have, we don't have to change anything. This yeah. is the guy. He came in a set like that. They were like, makeup, you don't have to do anything. He, oh. he got, he's got it. Yeah. So, okay. So, th- after she sees the map, she cuts it off. Yeah. That yep. kills him? Well, I guess so. And he, he deserved it anyway because his creepy lines, like, he wasn't even good at dirty talk because his line was, how about you and, you and me lay horizontally? <laughs> and I'm like, okay. All right. Well, this was in the old West. Maybe that was a big, you know, that was a turn on line. That was a turn on back then. But why would that kill him? I mean, John Wayne Bobbitt was alive and he got cut off. Yeah, that's true. And they, like, I don't think, I don't think getting that cut off. I mean, you can get your arm cut off. It's not, you're not going to die. So why would you die? You know, having that cut off? Well, do we know he died? Cause did, did, uh, Lurch. Oh, you don't see the rest of the movie. Yeah. (laughs) True. Yeah. Maybe he took the spaceship and left. Next spaceship that came in, okay. and he went to Sheboygan or something. But no, I, she, I no, I have, I really don't know why. The the thing is, is if she pulled the knife out, because you see the way she pulled it yeah, out. If correct. if I was him, I'd be like, all right, I'll tell you where it is. I can draw it on paper. How about you just like look at it and copy it? Or I know there's like we, we have spaceships here. Is there a fax machine or a copy machine somewhere? Well, a, my a guess is he used it. To sleep with as many women as he can, because he would say, "Listen, look at the map here. Look where it is, and you know, like that's a good reason to, you know, let it out." And then they would have sex with him, and then he leaves in the morning. And he's out. So is that a, is that a good line to be like, "Yeah, I got a, I got a Banksy picture down there. You gotta dance a little bit for it, honey." That's not Banksy. That's Bart Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it makes no sense that he would get like I know like there all but just roll it up and put it in your wallet. <laughs> wait, roll what up? <laughs> wait, you're saying wait, you're saying roll up this junk and put it in her wallet? Yeah, I'm saying get it cut. No, I'm yeah. saying get it, get it put on tattooed on there, cut it off, put it in yeah, your wallet, and then you have it. Oh, she she put it in her wallet. <laughs> all right. Yikes. She's lost. She's lost looking for directions. Well. Hey, beautiful! I'll help you if you got a map. Oh, <laughs> I got a map. Can you hold that right. side? I, by the way, I would also think that after she cuts it off and the lack of blood, it's gonna start turning black and like start shriveling up and like oh. just becoming, you know, start decaying. She's gonna have to find it quick. <laughs> She's gonna have to get that thing on Get that thing on ice. You know what? A funny bit if she looked at it after she cut it off, or looked like maybe just do like a uh, just stare at her eyes and she looks down. She's like, "Oh, I know where this is." And we hear a and it just like hits in the spittoon or something. Well, I, and then later in the movie, you see him wandering around looking for it. Yeah. You know, it's or, just, yeah, like, or someone steps on someone, it. Someone like, you steps know, right? on it later. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like it's like a banana peel. It's like, oh. Yeah. It's like in Can't Hardly Wake, the letter 
that gets stuck yeah. to everybody's foot and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with with the guy's dick. Yeah. So you're saying that his junk gets stuck to everybody's foot when they're walking around? Yeah, and it yeah. get like it gets like taken all over the oh, place. That's gross. Yep. I don't like the sound of a cockroach stepping on a cockroach and hearing that crunch. Wait, can you cockroach. imagine stepping on his Excuse junk me. and hearing? Are we trying? Well, you can you pick any animal, any animal or insect? Cockroach. Cockroach. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I don't like the sound of a cat when I step on a cat and hear that crunch. That's how better. Choose, I think you're gonna say penis beetle. <laughs> <laughs> penis beetle. <laughs> you know, you know, our our buddy's listening to that, this right now. Our bug expert, and he's probably like, guys, you don't step and, on and cockroaches. He's he's probably he's he probably mad at me right now for saying that, and I'm he, sorry. And leave those yeah. penis beetles alone. <laughs> yeah, leave those penis beetles alone. They didn't bother you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So then we cut back to, so from there, she's able to, now she knows where the draconian mine is. Then at the same time we cut, we see uh, Marshall Zach Stone for the first time. And uh, man. What's his deal? Because, like, he has this girl that really likes him. Maddie, who was, I believe, in the first movie, was she, she kind of had the hots for his dad, right? Um, there was implications that they had slept together, yeah. Yeah, his dad was okay. really old. He was, like, Wilford Brimley, oh. like, now old. Yeah. In, in, oh, you mean, yeah. oh, you mean, like, 40? <laughs> yeah, 42. <laughs> but no, like he was like an older guy. Cocoon. Yeah, no, it was, like, an older guy. And then there's a weird reveal at the end of the movie that Miss Kitty is possibly Zach's mom, but mm-hmm. we didn't. They never mentioned that in the first one. Well, it was just yeah, like, but in this one, she son. mentions that she knew her. She knew his father. They had like a. Well, everybody did. He was, no, I know, but everybody. Oh yeah, because he took care of her, but she meant it, I guess, in a sexual way. When really you mm-hmm. thought because she runs a whorehouse and he was the marshal in town mm-hmm. that uh. Whorehouse. I mean, H O R. When that guy spells that, you're like, "What's this guy going with this?" H O R. Oh my gosh! But yeah, so uh, so yeah, so what do we got here? Next, I guess, so- is really like. Oh, the cat Catwoman is the next time we see her, right? We're right, at yeah. Miss well, Kitty's that- saloon. She yeah we're at, she, right we're at the saloon and this is where I said because they're all standing around like they're part of the village people like the outfits they're mm, all wearing yeah. I this is where I said it looks like a Halloween party when they're at the saloon like every outfit really looks like they went to the back room said everybody just grab what you want to wear doesn't matter what it is put it on and get on set and that's what it looked like like it it just I don't know what they were I don't know what they were aiming for like was this supposed to be a western or a science fiction movie. Well, it's sci-fi. Or it's like Cowboys and Aliens, like that movie Cowboys and Aliens that came out like very, yeah. 10 years after this. And they used the and... same tagline as this movie. Yeah. Ooh. That movie's a little better than this one. Not much. <laughs> uh, it's got Harrison Ford and Daniel Craig, you know. It is true. I'll take it. Okay. So, uh, but no, wasn't it kind of weird to hear Miss Kitty in the scene when she talks to 
she's talking to Meg Foster Stell, and she says, I bet you that the marshal gets shot. It was kind of weird when you hear what she says at the end of the movie that you're my son. I forgot what she said instead of son. Another she, word that's she, she, there's so much mystery around her. Like, I, I don't understand. I don't understand what she is or like who she is because, you know, again, like she, she really is like the main character in this whole movie, mm-hmm. you know, from beginning to end. And like, yeah. she gets herself like, so I, but I don't understand like what the, she have superpowers. I mean, she doesn't Great die. Question. Well, I mean, well, seriously. Yeah. If, and she, and she teleports. <laughs> right. She can teleport. So if, so if that's the mom, shouldn't the sheriff have like same kind of powers? To the shit. Oh, because oh, you know, he's what? the son. That would be okay. something if no, he could teleport no. at the end. That would have yeah. been something. No, and and and, and, and she seems to be like. I mean, it seems like people are afraid of her because she was. She dealt with that drunk guy, which yeah. What was like? What was the deal to have that guy? Because like he really like he served no pur- purpose through the whole movie. The one that was like that was. I think she he he punt he hit the uh, the other the other girl the the H O R yeah the H O R. No, I think it, I think that was to sh- set up like the morals of Zach and to get them alone together for that mm. scene when she goes, "I'm the person that Sweeney's looking okay. for." So that was really it because it was kind of funny in a way because it's like you saw the HOR's face and you saw she had like a red mark. Yeah. So the guy hit her. So you're like, okay, so she was just defending the guy. Like she yeah. pushed him down the stairs. But the fact that Zach was gonna like arrest her, that was like a little much. Well, well, I mean, she, the guy was he dead, or that he he did he she did assault him. I mean, she, it, I think she did more than push him down the stairs because he like rolled on he, he basically rolled off every ledge <laughs> of of the stairs. You know, yeah. There was a whole thing in the first one about how he hated violence. Like he wouldn't use violence no matter what. Like he, like yeah, no. So, he says that in this movie too. He doesn't want to use a gun when when they catch them at the mine. It's very Remember when like, they're beating, yeah, whenever they're trying to yeah. beat a Bork, and he's like, I swear I wouldn't use a gun. Yeah. And then five seconds later, like, he has the gun out, pointing at Lash, and he goes, I'll shoot you if I have to. And I'm like, <laughs> she probably knows you don't like to use guns, so she should just run. Wait a second. So he's a cop. He's a sheriff in the first one also? No, he's a minor. Well, he takes over for his dad. His dad okay. dies. So he doesn't like violence. So what what does he do? He become he works as the most violent, like really one of the most violent jobs you're going to have is being a sheriff. Yeah, because his dad West. his dad was a marshal oh. in the in the first one, and he gets killed by Red Eye. Which okay, is but, Jag- but which which I already saw in the first 15 minutes of the movie. They they showed you the whole movie from the first one. Yeah, but why would he become a cop then if he doesn't like violence? Like he should be like he should work at the florist. Family he business. There should be a florist in this town. <laughs> They should. I mean, that's and he that would be a perfect job for him if he doesn't want violence. Yeah, well, I think it's that whole trope they did. They did this trope a lot in the eighties and nineties of like the. I saw a movie not too long ago when they had the cop with that. The cop accidentally shot like a kid or something. He's like, I only use my gun if I have to. So it's it's silly that he has to do that, but it's so funny how quick he turns in this movie. Oh, he's like, am I going to? And his Native American buddy in this movie. Oh, okay. Their their relationship is like it's almost like if. The Native American guy didn't talk to anyone else. You would probably think like this is like Fight Club. Yeah, because like there's some Durden, scenes yeah. at the end of the movie when he's making out with Maddie, 
and you saw his hat get taken off, you're like, oh, Maddie took his hat off or he took his own hat off to make out. No, the Native American guy took his hat off in order for him to make out with Maddie. And then he was holding it and then put it back on his head as soon as the make out. But see, so, so this Native American guy, again, it looks like he took a belt from like the wardrobe and wrapped it around his head. Cause th- that wasn't, that wasn't like a native American bandana or whatever they like. It was like a hippie bandana. It was metal. It looked like it was made of metal. Yeah. Like it. So like, it, again, like I, I wasn't sure if he was supposed to be native American and not just because one, he looks completely Caucasian and two, his, his head, head, head dress or whatever, like looked like it was a belt. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, it was. Like, and let me tell you something. When when I the scene when he 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 was gonna fight Grease Two guy, and he jumps out of the the bar. Yeah, literally, he jumped out. Looked like he was trying to land on Grease Two guy, but he wasn't even near him at all. And he completely no, no. missed. Yeah, it was the most ridiculous scene I think you know throughout the whole movie. The the fight scenes in this movie are really funny because oh, it seems like they did it like one take. Oh, and there obviously easily. probably was not a f- fight coordinator, but this is like the part. So right now is when the the ship arrives. Yes. So the ship Sweeney is there. He's heading for well, oblivion. Well, well, before he arrives, they heard about him. So they right. all yeah. th- they, yeah. they they thought he was as big as that barn, uh, as wide as that. you know, it's like that. Like they described him as like the biggest thing you're possibly going to imagine. And then here comes this preppy. English guy. Yeah. Looking like Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> 10 feet tall, wide as a barn. Yeah. It was like Chuck Norris or it was like Dalton. I thought you'd be taller. Yes. It was yeah. the same thing. Like you're thinking this guy's like this big badass, but now he looks like Willy, Willy Wonka. Wonka. And, yeah. Or well, the penguin. I, I, or the it, penguin. I th- the hat was very penguin Yes, yeah. it was. Well, and yeah. he also did it. And he had a cane. Didn't he have like one of those walk? Well, I bet. So, I bet you Julie no- Newmar was like, "Listen, I can get on the set of Batman. I can get. To, I could get some costumes if you need it." And she stole the penguin costume and was like, "Tread this on. Does it fit?" He's like, that, like, that, "Like, listen, that's what he looked like. Like a glove." And, and he also had a monocle, like a penguin. He did. Yeah, he, he did. did he monocle. did. Which all well, he was missing like, was like the little like the cigarette pipe, like the cigaretto <laughs> or whatever it is. Like the <laughs> penguin used that. What's the What's the point of a monocle? Oh, I don't. If you got, I always said that was the silliest eye. thing. Like the Monopoly guy having yeah. that. Or, I'm like, or Mr. wait. Peanuts. So you have so you have so much money, right? Or Mr. Peanut, you got that peanut money, yeah. and wait, you can only see out of one eye. So I'm gonna, like, I I see these poor people that have like actual bifocals, but no, you have one little. He's like, nope. I just need my. <laughs> like, what's, what's, the, what's the point of that? And 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 this guy, like, and he's walking around with it on his eyes, like. He's like he's not even using it. Like he's literally walking around like he's got like missing one one of his eyeglass things. Yeah. Like what's the? I just never understood the point of that one. That and never, the me either. And and the hearing thing, the horn, the hearing horn oh. that people. <laughs> the hearing horn. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like oh, a French honey, horn. That that sick in the old lady's ear. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, I want to be so rich when I get older. How rich do you want to be? I want to have a monocle and a hearing horn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And a Model T, damn it. And that's and you're set for life. You're the richest guy in the neighborhood. That's I, it. I like how he gets surrounded, though, by all these guys after they're looking at him. They're like, this is oh. the guy we were afraid of. And they all I surround know. him. And they just start pushing him for no reason. Like, just like, literally just. <laughs> well, you know, I thought, I, I, I didn't think, I really thought that he was going to be like, 
like the Wizard of Oz. Like, you know, like he's, he's, you know, everybody's afraid of him until they meet him and he's like, he's really like a nothing. So I didn't think he was a badass, <sighs> but he proved me wrong. He was. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know what he did, but he just somehow knocked everybody out. Yeah. <laughs> and the Marshal like seemed like he didn't like, it's like he already knew he wasn't going to like him before mm-hmm. obviously what we see happens like when uh he goes on a date with maddie or they're kind of like into each other and he was like yeah i don't see anything that's wrong here i'm like wait they're bullying this guy they're pushing around this guy it's visiting who's supposed to be the most badass bounty hunter in like the whole galaxy and you're gonna let them do this but he did and we again we didn't discuss why he wouldn't hook up with the girl Oh yeah, when she was like, and she said, "Didn't she say something like I haven't had sex in like three ten years, years. Or something three, like that, or yeah. three years, three okay, yeah, three years." Three, okay, three years. Her husband died. Yeah, yeah, and and then, be honest, you throughout the movie, I thought he had a relationship with the the Native American. And that's <laughs> why, and that's why he wasn't because I mean it made no sense. Like she's like they're, they're on a date, they're on a blanket, and then like she comes back like she's annoyed at him. The end of the first you know what's one, funny? You, could, you could probably think that. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I know. And uh no to add to the it is funny, they almost like forgot a scene because they are on the blanket and they're talking and it's like obviously they're not like super into each other. It seems like one way, like she's into him. But then I, you're right, when they cut away and then they go to the bar, you're like, What just happened? <laughs> well, it, it it made it look like he was done already and he left it there. Like, you know, yeah. like it, it, I didn't think like nothing happened, and then also you see her walk in annoyed, and then you're like, All right, this guy doesn't like girls. He left her. That's he just left her. Oh yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go check out something behind that bush. And then never comes back. He, that's how he leaves her. Yeah. All right. Oh, I just wanted to God. get to that. So, so yeah. you know what? He has no right to be mad at at, at the English guy or the bounty hunter for going on a date because he had his chance. Yeah, she put it out there, and he he, he said, no, "No, I'm good." And she even said, "Listen, you know what? Unless unless it bothers you, I won't go on the date." Like she, she so she gave him another chance, and he still wimped out nope and it was like it fueled him she was like i'm yeah. gonna piss him off and it didn't work the first time but it works later in the movie maybe it does okay finally it does but uh yeah so miss kitty she's very upset right away but i know i know guess about it like when he oh, describes no. who he's looking for i didn't think it would be her at no, all why Even would you look, no uh, the one thing came back you think because he talks about like beautiful and you know charismatic, but she could change. Well, her because appearance, they, so you because really they kept know. showing they kept showing what's her face as the main villain, Lash, right? Lash, so Lash. they kept showing right. So they kept showing. So there's no reason why you would think Miss Kitty. You're thinking like Lash the whole time, and really like they 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 pulled they they pulled a sixth sense on us. They basically mm-hmm. had a little twist, and Lash was really wasn't that bad of a person. No, well, she, she just came off that way. <laughs> well, I mean. Except for that. Except for that. <laughs> and shooting a guy for smoking in the bar. I guess that's the penalties there. No smoking. Well, listen, listen, you know, follow, listen it there said was no a sign. Sh- it, yeah, there was a sign. There was a sign that said no smoking. So you know what? Shame on him. And Isaac Hayes didn't warn him, but he didn't listen. So, yeah. No parking okay. handicap spot. Murder. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot my I forgot my sticker. <laughs> oh, too bad. But that's that's what happens in uh in Bolivian too. In the in this future, no smoking is serious. They don't mess okay. around. Those things will kill no, you. So, 
So then we get our doc. How about Doc Valentine? And he has that magic machine. Is he is like you're right. He is that like inventor doctor, but he could see the weather on it. And I love like what's the dark region over here? It's a bug. There's a bug on the lens. <laughs> do you do you think a lot of this was like improv? Oh yeah. I would say a lot. I would say a lot of it. I'm sure Sam lets his actors like play and the people he works with. Obviously, you kind of have to let not have to let these people, but you want them to be in, involved in like any actor in any movie that we've like that I've that we've had on. We always talk to the actors and we say like, oh, do you get to like improv? And you see how excited they get when they can because they're basically putting something into the scene. Sure. So they're like writing as they're going. So yeah, I believe because I felt like Takai was totally just going off the wall with his character, and I feel like again since you could understand him, he was just going. I think he was improving a lot. I yeah. think he was really drunk for most of this most of this this movie. He played it you very know, well. He, he looked like he was having fun. Yeah, like exactly. you know, like he, you know, and again, I, I don't, I, I don't know if the, like did they did they think they were making a good movie or did they know they were making such a campy crappy campy. movie? Oh, campy! Yeah, they they were yeah. going for that. Yeah, that's why they have those. You're not gonna make a movie that you're thinking it's gonna be Oscar worthy, and you're doing throwbacks to the characters' previous roles. You don't uh, do that. What's what's the movie with uh, the time warp? They thought they were making a good movie. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, the time warp with uh Steve uh McCurry. Um, what's the the spook the, the the campy movie that they play in theaters all the time? The, the uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh yeah. yeah, they that movie came out in the theater and it became campy because it bombed so bad. But they thought they were making a good movie. Wow, that's, that's a good movie. By that's the way, there is a sequel to that movie. They're a shock treatment. Oh boy, Sam's oh. good friends with the person who wrote it, and he's actually. Not in this movie. He was in a couple other movies that Sam did. I'll, I'll tell you right now, that has Nick's name all over it. Oh, Shock no. treatment. <laughs> oh. So we already talked about like uh, uh, Doc Valentine working on Stell and giving her like the strong hand. And so in this town, the next we get. What's the next scene right after this? Oh, we already talked about it. The, no, they're in the case. This they, is when the they, ship arrives. And no, they go now. We see the cave with uh, oh yeah, lashes in the cave, lashes yes. in the cave, and they so, chase yeah. her down. Yeah, because he lets them know, and and then they show a picture. Uh, Mateo shows a picture of Lash on the wanted poster. He goes, "That might be her. She's wanted anyway." And then they go, "Oh, well, let's kind of try to fire find her." And Mateo, because he was going back and forth and spying on her. How about his peeping when you saw him in the window? <laughs> 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 he wasn't a good peeper. No, he wasn't. No, no, you're quite obvious. And okay, so back to Lash. And not that I'm complaining, because I mean, I, I like the outfit she's wearing. But what is the outfit she's wearing? Again, you're in the old west. They're all wearing cowboy hats and everything else, and she looks like she's in Mortal Kombat. She's dominatrix, yeah. or the village people. Yeah. Okay. The I'm, I'm all for it. The bikers with no, the ice. I, I am too, but it just like the, the type of leather that she's wearing and the outfit doesn't fit with anything else that anybody else is there is wearing. That's the quirkiness of it because yeah. it doesn't fit. And she stands out. So every time you see her, especially with like the black hair and the like red lipstick, no, she's definitely totally different from her. And not for else. nothing, it's the same outfit pretty much that she's wearing in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, except hers is like purple, like Sindel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's but it's purple, the same yeah. type of like, you know, like one piece kind of, you know, outfit. I guess, yeah. you know. All right. I would say the only person I thought could have been doing it, I'm 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 reading my notes. 
And when she did, when Stell shows the wanted poster and she's like, Oh, it's gotta be her. She's ruthless. She's terrible. Like, and then when the guy goes, Oh, maybe this could be her. She like gives this wink. And I'm like, maybe it's Stell. Maybe it's her. She's like half robot. Maybe that would be the story if she can infiltrate all these people like over the years and be like a corporate spy. You you were thinking that deep into this movie that there's like I would just looking at everything at face value. Yeah. I would just no, go along. That's how I watch. I'm next oh. level. I'm d- in depth. Yeah, I, I didn't think there was Watching any behind clever the scenes. Th- there's no way I was thinking there's going to be any switcheroos or cleverness in this type of movie. And I was watching it as face value. There's layers I, again. There's layers to this thing, Jamie. Lots no, there is layers. I just don't understand. Again, I don't understand the plot is. I don't understand what they were looking for in a cave. The only plot I I knew or I just was easy is that the bounty hunter was looking for at thought lash. That's it. Mm. But I didn't know. Like again, I don't know what they're looking for in that cave. Does can draconian, anyone explain? Draconian, it, it draconium. Okay, Yo, Nick. For what though? So can you explain? Uh. It's the, like the rarest. It's like the rarest mineral mineral in the galaxy. The one guy said he's and like when he dropped it on the table and uh, they won it. Wait, it's the rarest in the galaxy. Yet that cave is loaded with it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That cave. In okay. Air okay. Quotes. By the way, <laughs> the only good switcheroo that I was like, <laughs> okay, was when I saw that I saw a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> when 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 Lash was in there and she moved the turtle on top that was on top of the windows like window I'm like why is there a turtle in and here? then she throws it it throws a turtle right oh. but I'm like it's such an odd thing to have in here and then, and then okay so for, you know what that was the most creative thing for and I'm not gonna go there yet but that was that to me okay. but is that really odd we'll talk about it at the end but isn't that really odd that there was a little turtle in there it's a well, baby uh, well. The entire thing is odd because <laughs> the fact that they were inside the cave. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make sense because there was nothing to show that habitat. there's anything that's alive inside that cave. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. in Star Wars, when they go inside, they fly inside that that worm thing. You know, they didn't realize they were inside the monster. Everything's soft. Everything like you see, like I think you see is uv- u- uvula, whatever, hanging there or something. That thing in the back of your, your throat. Oh, okay. Tonsil? Uh, you know what? <laughs> no, uvula. It's uvula. U-V-U-L-A. <laughs> We're going to have to check that you, one out. Wait, there's you guys any doctors never... listening? And if there's any you, throat wait. doctors listening? No, neither one of you have heard of uvula? Well, I've heard of it, but you just pronounced it seven times, and it sounds <laughs> different every time you've said it. Well, I think the last time I said it is the correct way. Uvula. There you go. Uvula. Uvula. <laughs> Uvula. Wasn't that? Wasn't that? A, I think that was in Seinfeld episode. Mol, no, no. Uh, her name Mulva. was Mulva. Mulva. Okay. Mulva. Okay. Dolores. Her name Dolores. <laughs> <laughs> it rhymes with the female body part. What a great. What a great. Uh, man. Okay. So anyway, so the fact <laughs> that they're walking around and everything is stone, everything is cave, everything mm. is you know like the fact that it's able to move later on makes no sense. Yeah, no, no, definitely not. But I love it for it. But how about when she's in there? And so she she's like, oh, the draconian, my my flashlight's not going to work. And then in the set that they built, because it's definitely not inside of it, everything's styrofoam. 
like like when the ceiling's uh, caving later, it's definitely styrofoam looking. But when she has somewhere to put her whip, because obviously she's dominatrix, because she has to have a whip. She has a whip hook, and then she also there's a, a oil and a lamp that's already there. Yeah, she yeah. lights it, and when she lights it, the whole place lights up. Like it's like <laughs> it's like oh. a magic lamp that goes in other rooms. She had a flashlight running on what? Well, it's running a battery, batteries. but uh, the draconian in- interrupts oh, 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 the battery for oh, some battery? reason. Oh, So they had batteries in the old west. In the future, well, they had they had spaceships. So yeah, no, 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 no. They didn't have spaceships. The bounty hunter had a spaceship. No one else had a spaceship. They they had horses. The bounty hunter had a robot horse. Like so, they <laughs> had they they literally were on, like the old west, and everything else was space. Like was space. I think I don't think they were part of the the science fiction part. Chris, tell me something in that town that was science fiction outside of the robo, the female Robocop. Hmm. There was nothing science fiction about this at all. I guess Doc Valentine's that was like not anything too crazy. His bad. No, he, he was like he was like a Doc Brown making inventions. I'm sure they had inventions in the old west of like they had some kooky guy that was making all these crazy inventions back then. And that's that's what he was. But I mean, there was nothing because they even look shocked when we see the bounty hunter change. Like Ugh. none of them, none of them were aliens. None of them had powers. None of them, like no one there except for Lash. She was the only one that had, like, like who wait, who had electricity? She did. Lash? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, with Which, the whip. Yeah. Again, makes no sense that she was able. She couldn't get out of her prison, but you know, she was somehow <laughs> t- tied up. And, well, yeah. no, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but no, so so when she's in there, like you just said, she lit the oil lamp and lit up the whole place, and then. She everybody as soon as she goes in, Bork's waiting outside. You have the two, you have the Marshall and uh, Mateo. They show up. They keep getting their asses kicked by him. The bounty hunter just walks up. He what, walks. That, that right fight, in. by the way, was the most uh, ridiculous thing ever. It, it, it looked like it looked like old school WWE like wrestling, like you know, like yeah. f- but from the seventies. Like yeah. it was just like so like ridiculous. Yeah. Like yeah, and they were awful. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so so when he goes in, I love the line, especially with the monocle to add to it. When she goes, "How did this happen?" Because the rocks fell, and she's yelling for Bork. She keeps yelling for him, and who lets her out? It's Sweeney. Sweeney. And he goes, "She goes, it's a booby trap." And he puts on the monocle, and he goes, "I see." And he's looking at her. <laughs> and then he explains who he is and what they're gonna do, and. She goes, can you hold this whip? But just before she hands them the whip, she flips the switch. Now, here's my question for you guys. Was that electricity that shocks him on a timer or was it voice activated? Because she says the line. uh, She actually says the line of shocking. Yeah. She goes, it's quite shocking. And then that's when he gets shocked. So I don't know if she timed it out or it was voice activated. Well, is is she a sorceress? Is she a sorceress? I don't think so. No. So she so she just has electricity. She's just a dumb No, she had a switch. She flipped the switch on it to electrocute, but I don't know if it was voice activated or it was like in 10 seconds it's going to shock whoever holding it. Do you think George Sakai also made that? Oh, probably. Maybe. I can yeah. see that. Okay. Yeah. And I can see him messing around with Lash. Back to something you said. Does anyone know why a booby trap is called booby trap? It's hmm. a great question. Why yeah, that is a good booby question. Right? I mean, you know, well, I mean, no. I... Well, the joke is in Goonies. Yes, it's actually the line in the movie a booty trap, sh- booty trap. But then he said the line wrong, and they kept with it. Him and Sean Astin 
uh, data when they were going. So you think it's supposed to be called a booty trap? Because it's pirate's booty, right? Gold. Uh, So you're so you're saying that booby trap came from Goonies? Changed the whole world. Oh no way! I'll buy that. I don't believe that. No way! It was there was booby trap before then. Oh, we're, we're Googling this after. I'm a, although I'm afraid what's going to pop up when you type in booby yeah, trap. Yeah, you better, you better watch that search history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, oh, wait, actually, whoa, this is, the, it's really dark when you read the, this is just like a Wikipedia snippet. It says, the phrase booby trap originally applied to schoolboy pranks. Pranks and yanks? Oh, ghoulies go to college is another one Nick did. And cranks. He oh, forgot that yeah. one? Well, because my... You- my mic, my mic cut out on that one. I it was really a part. Oh of yeah, that I know. One. I do. I oh, would take that movie all day long over this oh. one. Both great movies. I, I did double feature, but then it says after it says, but took on a more sinister connotation during the World War One. So it went from schoolboy pranks to murder. So, so do you think? And... Do Do you think they had someone like someone show their boobies and distract someone? Ooh, and, then and then they set a trap, trap for them from the booby, and it's a booby trap. I like that. They I have like, like a, a blonde from Mississippi, and they hear a German go, ooh, look at the boobies yeah. on her. And they and walk then, over, <laughs> and they step in some kind of like bear claw <laughs> trap, and they're, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we just found out. Oh, you know, booby trap is from, whoever's, people listening, you're learning a lot. In the late 17th century, hungry sailors would set a, set a trap for a seabird known as a booby. The term booby trap was really literally a trap for a booby. However, it evolved to mean a more harmful device. So everything starts as a very playful thing. Obviously, it's murdering birds for food, but like schoolboy pranks, catching birds to murder. World War Two or World War One. And 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 let's not forget there's a bird called a booby. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like that. I like that. <laughs> okay. What came first, the term boobies or the bird? Oh, okay. I would say probably the bird, but that's just my guess. Now, do you think the bird had boobies, and that's where they? Yeah, <laughs> big old. Knockers. Hey, Frank, look at the look at the rack on that one. <laughs> Maybe it was like Lewis and Clark. Hey, hey, Lewis, look at the rack on that bird. Okay. And then you know what they else discover on that same day? Do you can oh, you guess what I'm gonna say? Uh-huh. I, I'm I, no, but I'm afraid what you're gonna say. Look at the set on that mouse. I'm gonna call that a tip mouse. <laughs> that's a real. That's a real mouse. A tip well, mouse. I I know. So you I, think you th- so you think a mouse had boobs too? Oh, I was a little rack. <laughs> okay, okay. Lewis, watch you're here walking. It's a penis beetle. <laughs> I had a cry to circle back to the penis beetle. I was good. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Before tip mouse. So, so now we're, uh, so, so we're back. Let's get back to the movie. So back in the movie, you have, he's electro. He's shocked. He falls to the ground. He starts shaking, but then he comes out. Like when she walks, Lash walks out. She runs out, sees the guns pointed at her. She runs back in. Yeah. Yes. And, and then two seconds later, he's carrying her out. Carry, yeah, he's yes. carrying her out. And I rewound it twice. Something falls off. I thought it was a wig or something. When you watch it, there's something that falls behind them as she's walking out. And like, I couldn't picture what it is. And you don't see her head. You don't see her face. But something off of her falls off as she's walking out. Oh, my God. Yeah. A little <laughs> blooper. You watched the scene twice. Look at this guy. I did. Because it was a little blooper. A little booper. A little, a little bo- booper. Booper. A little booper. 
Do you think it was in the script for when he carried her out and said, that wasn't terribly hard, and he smacked her ass? Do you not think at all. That's not at all. Yeah, she I'll was... tell you, though, it was pretty firm because nothing moved when he slapped her. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is that real? Hmm. But she's funny. Like Her character is great, and obviously that's why she continued to work and play these kind of sinister henchman-like roles because mm. even when they were saying, like, espionage sabotage she goes, i can't even spell those words let alone do them like her whole thing in the jail cell like trying to get out from the marshal mm. it's pretty funny like those scenes obviously she was still in a lot of the movie but she was kind of sidelined most of the movies like robocop yeah. 3 she was just in the cell for half the movie she was and i mean her banter was good but like did she just run out of electricity though she couldn't use that anymore when she was in there well, she didn't have her thing. She, it wasn't like she had electricity powers. It was in her whip. He had her whip the whole time. She Wait, didn't have the, her whip the whip her. had electricity? Yeah. Yeah, that's what shocked. That's what I'm saying. Oh. She flipped the switch. I would, I, I, I thought she had electricity. In that's the first one, too, okay. she she jumps up behind the uh, the Native American and throws the whip around him. And she says, surprise, and shocks him with the whip. Is, is she wearing yeah. the same outfit in the first one? Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't change. No. It's... Oh. Okay. And, and, you know, she's in this cell. I have to be honest with you. The bars are pretty wide. It looks like she could slide right through. Oh, she's not right there. She she really does. She I mean she's pretty skinny, and it looks like she easily could slide right through. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Just whoop. What if they ever did that? If there's like a really skinny person that they're there, let's say like mid nineties Kate Moss, they're us. Mm. Oh, easily. They're putting her yeah. in a in a dog cage, right? <laughs> Just like with like little air holes right poked in. Yeah. Yeah. Just like air holes. Did you did you notice that when they they went back to her her cell, the way she was laying, her hair was all laid out like 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 she was like posing. Like if it, in the scene, you see her like the cameras from the uh, above view looking down at her, and her hair was neatly groomed, like like spread out throughout the whole cell. Oh, you're talking did about it? when she's saying, "I hate you, I hate you." Yes, a lot yes, when she's just... picking the flower. Yes, I didn't yes. notice her hair, but oh, yeah, her lines are funny. You, it looks ridiculous because, like I said, it's it, it's combed out all over. Like it's like all you know. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> so then from there, it's so funny. They're getting ready to leave, right? Sweeney's like, "I got her. I'm gonna go. Just make sure Marshall fell out the paperwork." And then George Takai or someone comes in and says, "Like, there's an electronic storm. You're not gonna be able to go anywhere." It's like, I guess I'm stuck here. And then that's when he like hits on Maddie, and like pretty soon after that, is when oh yeah, because Zach doesn't object, and they go mm. on the date. Like right from there. So your first date, you bring him to a whorehouse. <laughs> it's the only place to go. <laughs> I like think it was the only place. I yeah. think it was the only place in the entire town because they don't show any other building except for that, except for the bar. Yeah. It's the general store. Miss Kitty's. So it's, 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 it, it's a hotel. It's a hotel. It's a, it's a doctor's yeah, office restaurant. Yeah. It's a, po- and the it's mortician a poker. had a place, the funeral home that had bingo <laughs> yeah, on Thursdays. Gaunt. Mr. Gaunt. Yeah, but yeah they, no wonder that kid, they do bingo. No wonder Thursdays, Kitty has yeah. uh, has all this money. I mean, she literally she's she runs the town. She's a very she's successful loaded, business yeah. person. Yeah, that's her superpower. Yep, that's her superpower, and she can <laughs> and she can teleport. She knows accounting and holograms. She can holograms and holograms. That's yeah. the other one. <laughs> so then uh, we get Chef from South Park. He's sitting there talking to <laughs> Bork, Bork. And he basically, like, again, it's almost like Bork forgot what he was supposed to be doing. Because he goes, well, you have to go get Lash out. You know, what am I going to do? And then I know her. Red Eye. You think Red Eye's back from the dead. 
his acting. Well, he's, missing his, he's missing his red eye, though. He's missing yeah, his yeah, red yeah. eye. But yeah. it's and Jagger. and you know you made a comment that like Bork seems to forget what he was supposed to be doing. Are you surprised? Are you surprised that he forgot? You know, like based based on how he spoke, he he reminded me of Mong- Mongo from uh, Yes Blazing Saddles. Yes, yeah. He's totally oh, Mongo. is he? Is that Mongo from? No, no, Blazing no, no, no. Not. It's not Mongo. I th- I thought it was because when you look him up on IMDb, he the picture of Bork is he's wearing a cowboy hat and he looks like Mongo from uh, Blazing Saddles. His his profile picture. So I oh, thought man. it was him. Yeah, you got to see his IMDb. But no, it's not him. He's from. Uh, he was born in New York City. Oh my huh. god! But yeah, he's been in a lot. He passed away a few years ago. But yeah, credits wise, Police Squad. He was in Exterminator Two, a sequel that I know Jamie wants to definitely I, do. I, I want. He I, was even in, though I never saw it. He was a chauffeur in Death Wish Four. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he was in Frankenstein General Hospital. He played. Wait, wait he monster. was in Frankenstein. I, I guess he played Frankenstein. Wait, it was called. <laughs> it's really. It was called Frankenstein really General Hospital. Oh, dude. Yeah, he plays the monster in a few different things. Oh, shocker. <laughs> he looks like a monster. I mean, you know. But you know what? Listen, I give him credit because, you know what? He became an actor in Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, how many people looking like him? I mean, look at Ron Howard's brother. He looks like a monster, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Clint. But no, he's oh. been in the, the big thing I remember him from is he was in the Flintstones. He was like one of the main guys. Oh. Well, well, let me yeah. guess. He played a monster in the Flintstones? No, he just played a normal guy. He played a caveman looking exactly like he like he, did. he played Joe. <laughs> By the way, Joe Nick, uh, Clint Clint Howard turned us down. What? Oh, Clint. Yeah, he was he was busy. I mean, he's still working. He's still doing it. He's, he's got. He's, he probably has a longer list. Well, he, not as long as the the Asian guy from Lethal Weapon. Yeah, I think he has the longest list in IMDb. The one that basically doesn't speak in every movie, but he's in every single movie. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I would say Clint Howard. I guarantee you, he has a long. Because he's in everything. Yeah, his IMDb no, is, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> that would have been awesome to get Clint Howard, though. Yeah, no, definitely. And but, uh, yeah, so then, yeah. Never mind, we'll talk after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can talk about Clint. We can talk about the prospect of maybe we could have got Clint Howard. <laughs> but, no, so then right about this time is when, yeah, so the brother walks in. And at first he's like, Red Eye, you're back from the dead. And he even says, oh, I'm his smarter brother. Smarter brother. Jagger. But he goes, we have so, to get her out. So you you said he's the, the villain, but he doesn't, does he, I, unless I forgot, does he do anything in this movie? He just wants to uh, lash. Well, yeah, he yeah. just wants to lash out. That's it. In order to lash out, lash out. Uh, he wants to lash well, out in order to get the mind because he finds don't out they, right away. Don't they kind of lash out later? Oh, my God. Dude. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so weird unnecessary talk about dirty talk man <laughs> okay all right oh. well she seems to like aliens because uh i guess she, she was like also everybody. with red eye she seems to like everybody well except for the guy she cut his junk off well i that mean she, yeah she almost yeah she made out marshall gave him a nice little uh bite the bottom lip and he was so like stunned by it he didn't want to let go of the whip he held on to it until she like pulled it out of his hand when she walked out. But it just be, just before we get to like when she gets let out, we uh we get the marshal and they're trying to figure out what to do because he finds out that hey, this is not Miss Kitty admits to him like we talked about earlier. Hey, I'm the one that he's looking for, not Lash. 
So he's like in this like pickle of like, what do I do? Do I like send her there just to save this woman that had like sort of relationship with my dad? Like it was like this really hard situation for him to deal with. And then what he says is, yeah, you can't have her. I'm going to keep her. I don't know. One or two years. It's like, okay, what are you going to keep her in the cell for two years? Like, wait, okay. This is, this is a guy that he saw the bounty hunter destroy like 10 people in a matter of a second. Yes. He, he tried to fight Bork and failed miserably. Mm -hmm. And he's going to tell the bounty hunter, you can't have her. Like, how did he expect to stop him? Because he, he doesn't want violence. So like I, the fact that he was trying to act tough, like from this point of, because he, he obviously had, you know, had an issue of, he didn't know who to, you know, like do the, which by the way, he lashes is, in his mind is still an evil person. So he easily could have given her up. So mm. why was he protecting her? Mm. Great question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know why he would have done that because even I think, and then he didn't think it through so much because she was smart because she starts shouting. He knows I didn't do it. And yeah. then it's like, he's in this weird situation of like, oh, I know she didn't do it. And then even, you know, uh, Caulfield, he, he feels the same way too. He's like, oh, well, so who, who is it? Like, so it's this weird little thing. Yeah, but, but dude, you know, it shouldn't yeah. be weird because it seemed like he had a good relationship with Miss Kitty. And like, you know, I don't know what his relationship was in the first movie, but like, they seem to know each other and, and he's oh, where yeah. Lash has been the the evil one the entire time. So like, even if Miss Kitty was the, the, the one that was guilty, he should have just thrown lash out. Wow. Protected her. He's not a real marshal anyway. Right, Let's be honest. That's not the right thing to do. Like get somebody to get murdered. She was going to be like executed by uh, galaxy core. Okay. We talked about killing like bad people in, in some of our movies. Like it's okay to kill like, like a, you know, death wish, you know, as long as they're bad, it's okay. So, Lash wasn't a good person. Miss Kitty seemed to, you know, she runs the town. She supplies everybody with some entertainment. She supplies the drinks and 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 beds. You're gonna, you're not gonna protect her. I guess, but you can't let. And he's she, a man of morals, and even Miss uh, Kitty says that later. You know, he's a man of morals. It's something you should look up to. That's what she said. All right, I, I don't know. I I think it's an easy. I think it's an yeah. easy one. Plus. It's probably his mom, so you don't want to throw oh, your mom. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I think only they started that line and then didn't say it or didn't reveal it at the very end. Like she should have like had like a little heart to heart or something. No. Well, I, I if if I'm him, I don't want to know if she's my mom because she runs a whorehouse and my guess is that she slept with a lot of men. So imagine finding out that one, that could be your mom, but two, you're not gonna know who your dad is. Well, no, he, know, no, he knows his who, dad is his dad. His, his dad, dad is, is the, that the marshal in the first one. Marshal. Uh, it could be his dad, but I mean, if his mom's uh, uh, is a is a uh, plays a whore in a whorehouse, it could be any of his dads. That is H true. Yeah. H O R. <laughs> H O R. <laughs> H O R. But uh, yeah, so then the fight, uh, we kind of Jamie kind of mentioned it a little bit before, but it's so so ridiculous. I'm telling you, if you get a chance, just. Watch the one part of the the Native American jumping out of the front door, and it's it's. I'm telling you, Nowhere it's not even close him. to yeah. landing near the bounty hunter. It Nowhere looks near. so ridiculous. No, I'll near. find that clip and post it on. You uh, have to. It's Twitter ridiculous. at at sequels only for you guys. It's to so check ridiculous. It out. But uh, the facial expressions too are just so funny. Like they're they're just so fun. They're so like they tough. really are awful fighters. I mean, yeah. between the Bork's fight and this fight, like they're they're terrible. 
And they're Ooh, just, yeah, he's like a pacifist. It, it, he's if you live in the yeah. ta- if you live in the town and you're watching this and you're like, all right, so if I get in trouble, the sheriff, oh, the sheriff's gonna go after me. What is he gonna do? They've seen him. They couldn't take. They, they can't take anyone. I, they, crime should be like going crazy there. Yeah. Yeah. Who's especially he doesn't like to use a gun and he can't fight. No. <laughs> okay. But yeah. man, I'd be more then, afraid of Miss Kitty than anyone else. Yeah. yeah. Or even Stell, because she's ready to fire a gun. She yeah. she shoots right at him and he uses the magical cane to like pew pew. Ridiculous. And then he like lasers or he like messes up her hand from so far away. And yeah, he does some crazy stuff. That's a magic cane. He's magical. Because I thought he's a robot. Well, until he, he doesn't arrive in a he arrives in a spaceship. He's the only one that has a spaceship. So mm. I'm not surprised. Yeah. But no, the so, fact that when he changes. So do you think uh, he's half robot, half monster? Because his hat gets knocked off. Yeah, no, I thought oh dude, when his hat got knocked off, I was thinking like I thought he was a robot. I, I or I thought I wrote he, was he Frosty the Snowman? Like the hat has the power and it gets knocked off and then he has no power because he and froze. And then That's he literally froze. He makes his face like I, I thought he was gonna have something hiding under the hat because it's such a big hat that I thought it was like gonna, like either have like some kind of alien head yeah. or something like that would like alien made no sense. Operating him? No, like, like something uh, like like in Men in Black. Like the green yeah, one has. like the green alien in the first one when they're arm wrestling. I didn't see the first one. Oh, uh, like the vampire frog that like bites. Oh yeah, the... that was cool. Oh, that was fucking awesome. Wait a second. Wait, I did see it because I saw 15 minutes of yeah. the movie yeah, in you, the beginning. Oh, you, yeah, and you they, saw and it. They showed the frog. It's he's, he's yeah. like he's like, aren't you afraid of dying? And he's like, I fear nothing. And then it attacks him. And he's then like, the frog oh. jumps on him. Well, he stares. He stares at the frog first. And then Gaunt goes, yeah. Ugh, pain in the neck. Yep. I loved it. I thought it was so funny. Gaunt, Gaunt does have a line before we get into the change. What? Gaunt has a line when uh, when he's very sad, when Marshall's trying to figure out what to do in this situation, and he looks at him and he goes, "Where the hell is the line?" He goes, "What's wrong, Marshall? You look like some of your best friends died, did they?" And then when he looks back at him, he goes, "No, I just have a terrible." He goes, "I'm in such a a situation," and he's like, "Oh, too bad." What what he does at the end had me dying. I was not expecting it, oh, and yeah. I felt like that could have been improv too. But it was just—it was, I don't know. No, classic, yeah. classic stuff. Yeah. But yeah, so the change when he turns into lizard, a lizard, man? fish, yeah. Yeah. A lizard creature, fish. fish. Yeah, kind of like fish. Yeah, kind of like a like a fish, like yeah, like three noses on top of each other or something, uh, like little horns on top. I don't know. I don't know what was going on. Ugh. It was weird, the, and then the at green that point, screen behind him, I think I think you could see part of the the screen behind him because yeah. when he, the, the way that the the fish head was, it was yeah like, yeah. Oh. yeah yeah oh, yeah. No, when they did that, when they had to do the transformation, yeah, because they did that old school. Like I did it when I went to like a little film school like ten years ago. They do like this because even when Catwoman, when she shows up in like a second, she's like, "Take me." It wasn't Lash. She's not the one you want. And you want to take me, and you saw them standing next to each other. I was like. One of them isn't there. Like mm. I knew one of them wasn't there. I was kind of shocked that it was her when she was teleported. When you she was really went deep in this movie because again, I'm taking everything face value and I'm seeing her there. Well, you were whining. You were whining and double checking. <laughs> no, I only whining because something fell off and I thought her wig fell off. <laughs> wig? <laughs> I gotta see it again. I'm telling you, when you go back, 
go when she's coming out and he slaps her ass as they're walking, something falls off behind her. Okay, I'll check it out. Tell me what it is. I'll watch it again. But, uh, yeah, no, it's just like, yes. Yeah, and then she like holograms away. And then at the same time, Jagar shows up with his weird army that I guess he has. Cause I really thought, I didn't, I don't remember in the first one, they ran with like a big crew. I feel like in the first movie, it was just red eye. He had a few lash guys. and Bork and maybe another guy. Yeah. yeah. But in this Where'd one, there's like a whole army of people. Where'd they come know, from? They just, at the end of the road, they just, just, like, just turn around a corner and they're all there. Like it, yeah. it, again, you would think like maybe you see a spaceship or something. Nothing. So yeah. they lived there the whole time. So the brother was there the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought there was going to be a twist. I thought it was going to be him, but we see the brother gets eaten by like a crab monster in the first movie. <laughs> good looking throwback, uh, like stop motion animation. Like it looks yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it was very, um, what's the, a Clash of the Titans. Yes. No, yeah. really good. But yeah, no. So he gets like ripped apart. So you know it's not him. But in yeah. this one, because that would be so unbelievable that if he, he that he would come back in this movie, it would be. It would be. <laughs> I just love it's the same actor, just different shirt, <laughs> and not a red eye. <laughs> is it so? Is it the same actor that was in the first one? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Uh, that that bad guy, Andrew, Andrew um, uh, Divoff. Divoff, yeah. So the fact that he's playing a different character, but they brought him back because he's the only one that probably fits the mold of the the mask. Great mask. That's what, and yeah. they were like, yeah. don't, they were like, don't take those scales off yet. We could still use them. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> so he basically pulled like a Clark Kent. Like he he has the red eye in the first one, but he takes the red o- eye off now, and no one recognizes him. <laughs> Nobody yeah. recognizes. <laughs> you look like this okay. fella, um, James, uh, B- Billy. <laughs> you mean red eye? No, no, he's got a red eye. It can't be him. Wait, and his name was Red Eye. Just because he had yeah, the red eye? He had the, he had the yeah. red patch, yeah. Okay. okay. That's creative. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but yeah, so then then Miss Kitty's like, you, you're you going to take me in, but you have to catch me if you can. Because she's like, and he goes, ooh, I like a challenge. He's like, oh, what are you going to chase in your spaceship? He's like, no, where's the fun in that? So he's going to go on foot. But I love But that's line. where he gets the robot horse. Yeah, yeah. Where did he get that from? Yeah, it, it was it was standing next to a regular horse. It was definitely Doc. Doc made that for him. <laughs> Custom order, maybe. Doc's Doc does a lot. He makes an electric whip. whip. He does, makes an electric uh, the robot horse and then the robot arm. Well, he's up all night. Yeah, he, he's up all night boozing. So he's like, I got to do something in between. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I I did really I did enjoy Stell hate it. She hated. The, my girl and when she goes i know what we can do we can cut her in half vertically and give half to each <laughs> then he's like we can't do that and then that's when she does like that make out because at first they weren't going to give up but then once it was like oh miss kitty's the one they want then i know it's funny because you forget that jaguar's there and he's like so marshall <laughs> i'll take how about lash and then he's like, he's basically like, I guess yeah, I had to get rid of her. There's no <laughs> evidence of anything. So then he has to let her go, and she just like walks out, but not before like a little makeout thing. That Ugh. was weird. That like well, that close up into that kiss, and was like, well, but she, Ugh. but she hooked up with his brother, right? In the first one, because she talks, yeah. she says like, you know, do you oh, last yeah. as long as your brother? Oh. And he's like, some he made a comment like, no, longer, yeah, or something. Yeah, like he, our cre- uh, yeah, she's like, do you cre- do, does your species last? As long as, as your yeah, and then she he goes longer. We, and she's we, like, we oh. 
but he, he but he also he, seemed afraid when she was when she was like you know hitting on him uh, in the in the bedroom like he seemed kind of nervous well, she probably heard from Bork that she cut off cuts off penises. <laughs> that is true. I mean, like, not for nothing. You hear that once. I mean, that should be the lon- loneliest woman in the world. If any woman that cuts it off, there, you you have to be have a lot of guts as a guy to go to that woman. He's Lorena like, no Bobbitt, how did she ever find a date ever again? Ever again. Probably Tinder. No. And she's married, I think. Tinder or Bumble. Because you know it takes one little thing that's going to set her off. One and you're going to wake up in the middle thing. of the <laughs> And that's uh, why, John, you got to cut off. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. You go to her house, like, with her new husband. It's like, yeah, d- uh, how are you going to cut the steak? We have no knives in this house. <laughs> we just have forks and spoons. We eat a lot of soup. We, we have a lot Nothing of. Nothing that we needs have, knives. We have a lot of sporks in this house. We only use no, not even a spork. I wouldn't. I, I even a fork. I wouldn't trust. I could see you're like That's stabbing true. it and then oh, trying yeah. to, you know, <laughs> spoon. I guess a spoon's the way to go. But I guess you yeah, could I would a say spoon. spoon. You could probably sharpen a spoon. Or you know, we we just eat with our hands in this house. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> it's only it's only handheld. That's it. Only handheld. Bur- burgers no, and sandwiches. So, so now, now when we're talking about them, even though it's a scene, it's a scene that's separate for the rest of the movie. But how about when they're fooling around? Like their dirty talk is like, yeah, I was gonna as soon as I got the, what what did she say? As soon as I got the money from you, oh yeah, because he goes, I'll give you a uh, he, for at first he goes, I was gonna give you a little cut, but I'll give you even more for the draconian mine. And then when they're hooking up, she goes, I was gonna kill you as soon as I got the money. <laughs> he's like, I was gonna kill you as soon as I've got the map. <laughs> So dumb. And he goes, he goes, <laughs> he goes, just don't rub my scales the wrong way. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then, and then she started petting his head. Yeah. So like, I like, yeah, I, I don't think I he was talking know. about was those weird. scales. That's your, and, and her, what scales do you think he was talking was, about? Uh, oh, on his, uh, <laughs> pe- pe- penis beetle. <laughs> but no how about when he goes your skin is so disgustingly smooth <laughs> so dumb uh, talk about some dirty talk man but then see so then cut to when uh, she's running away so now oh the thing it was silly how about the marshal who hasn't done this job this long but he knows the rules of when bounty hunters are looking that they have to take the local law enforcement because he uses, he pulls out that, Oh, page one forty seven of the manual. And then Caulfield has Sweeney has to take him with him. So now they're both looking for Catwoman, and she happens to be going to, I guess the only other set on this movie. They couldn't go. Somewhere I was going to say, how far do you think that cave is that they needed a map to get there? There's nothing else around. Like it doesn't seem that difficult to find. Yeah, yeah, and the they get there pretty giant quick. Giant mound. <laughs> it's it's, pro- it's probably like it's 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 like it's literally in the middle of nowhere, and it probably took them very short. Like maybe that's why it's such a short map. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So they they shot this movie in Romania, right? Yes. That, that looks nothing like. I mean, I don't know what Romania looks like, but that looks like. Wait. Whoa. Did you hear what you just said? What? You just said they shot this in Romania. Pause. I don't know what Romania looks like, but I'm, it's not. Wait, what... so you so you don't, you you don't think there's a west old western town and a desert in Romania? 
uh, or caves, maybe in Western Romania. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I'm thinking no, of like, odd climate. Like, I don't know what you think of. I, I, I wouldn't even guess what I thought of Romania. Just like cold, like almost like Eastern. Well, Europe. considering the set looks like it's made of styrofoam, I don't think anything. Yeah, hey, it's still holding up. <laughs> Barely. <it's preserved. laughs> I mean, literally every time, like I said, every time they walk or anywhere, it looks like something's shaking. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So then they finally get up to find her, and they, they don't even find her at first. All he has is like a tracking thing, hmm. which is kind of silly. And I know you were mentioning Doc Valentine. How about his stupid invention that he was using in the cave? It was like a circular tube, and I don't even know what it did. <laughs> I don't think they knew what it did. Yeah. No, not at all. But then at the same time, like they guess that she's going to be in there when we see that she's in there. Like we mm. see her in there making the line. At first, it looks like she's pouring gunpowder. Wait a and second. Then there's so a fuse at the end. How do they all get there without the map? Well, I don't think they're looking for it as a draconian mine. She's just hiding. No, I know that. But I mean, but they found. Okay. Miss Kitty found it. Yeah, how, the how did she find it? I was how like, did she find it that that Lash needed to cut this guy's junk off <laughs> to get to find out where where to go, but somehow Miss Kitty doesn't have the map because did she leave it? As her, far as we know, Lash has the 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 map in her in her in her wallet. Okay, well I, well, I can tell you, I can answer your question pretty okay. easily. Maybe he was a frequent uh, customer, and she was. And she's, that, that was his her client. Oh, so she so she, she already saw she it. already saw the map. Okay. So uh, was he also a customer for the sheriff and, and bounty hunter? Cause they found it. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cause again, I mean, it was, they made a big deal about getting this map. Yeah. Yet everybody knows how to get there without the map. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knew. Well, I, it's funny. That is funny to me. It's just like, they didn't have another set to use and that was away from the town. So they had to okay. use that, but it was silly that they ended up having it. They ended up going there of all places that they go. Everybody, they go everybody got there. Without the map, the only yeah. one that used the only one that needed a map was Lash. No one else needed a map. Maybe it was just the next maybe. thing over. Maybe it was really like you walked out of the gates. It's like, hey, there right. it is. Like there's not like it's like desert, desert, desert. Hey, what's that giant rock over a uh, giant mound over there? Huh. Well, then to answer your question earlier, I'm assuming then the map was tattooed at not full attention because he didn't need a lot of space. He didn't need a yeah. lot of space. If, if if it's the next town over, it's gonna be a short map. Oblivion short is not map. that not that big of a town. It's a small town. <laughs> but the fact that she's like, she in her head, even though she can teleport and everything, she probably teleport back and know where everybody is. Well, not teleport, hologram herself. Well, I guess she's sort of teleporting. She's hologramming, seeing everything. I, I'm guessing her conscious can tell her what she's seeing. But the fact that she doesn't know that Marshall is with her with uh sweeney she's setting up to blow the whole place up so she's gonna murder this guy who's just doing his job wait essentially. why why is she blowing up the cave well she's trying to, to get the... set a booby trap to, in order to catch sweeney in there to blow him up that's why she turns his cave but... then at first which which i hear the dumbest line i ever heard in a movie when it comes to natural gas when she pokes the wall and we hear the, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the sound of air. And oh. all he says later is, it's natural gas. Nothing to worry about it unless there's a spark. And I'm like, yeah, you should worry about that. <laughs> like, that could yeah. happen just by walking. And, and what what did she use to like to light? I mean, was it was like, just the gas from the, the... Okay. 
So the gas that she was using was stomach acid. <laughs> oh, was that it? Was that so? The was thing? that the or, gas from? Yeah. Okay. Or okay. nothing. So, no, no. It was so, maybe in the anus. Um, I was gonna say so. So, oh, so, the, so the, now oh. when she poked the side, that was the gas coming from oh. the cave. <laughs> wow, oh. I didn't even think of that. that. That's good. See, look, you're looking into it. You're looking me next the, level, dude. Yeah. You're peeling all the it's layers. Like an onion. This movie's an onion, and it's and sti- you're peeling the layers, man. <laughs> it sticks. You're you know, that explain why a little turtle's in there, but you know, that's yeah, the little turtle yeah. very confusing because I don't think a little turtle would just be wandering inside, and I don't know how you could walk inside of uh, again. They, maybe that whole cave thing just makes the no sense. That like, were, were they inside the stomach? Like, like what are they inside of? The butt. Maybe they're in the butt. It's a hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, did, did it smell in there? Because they didn't seem like it smelled in there. Well, they smelled something when they when they smelled the gas. Well, she, uh, she made a leak. That's right. Well, well right. it doesn't eat. It hasn't moved. Whatever. Whatever. It looks so like it's never she... moved. Yeah. And, and, okay, yeah. let's be honest. When we do see it move, it was like the biggest thing ever. Because they look oh. like ants. <laughs> like, I mean, like, <laughs> there's no way that cave was that big <laughs> when they went there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, but then, so, it's so funny. And then... Now thinking about it again, there's another thing I have questions about. So when they're in the cave and at the same time, Miss Kitty is trying to light that fuse to do the gunpowder to basically blow the place up. Cause I don't think she even knows what it is. She really can't know what it is, but when they're falling into the water, which is that stomach acid, I don't know. They say something's grabbing yeah. me. Oh yeah. So what's in there? He goes, something's eating me alive, but th- both of them came out. With nothing, unharmed. yeah. I I thought I thought the 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 bounty hunter was gonna come out like with a missing leg or something, like all like yeah, nothing. that would have done something. Like, yeah, nothing. So like yeah, what was in there? Considering they're inside his butt or or stomach, what was in that water? Because they don't even show it, <laughs> and they they really never address it again. No. Like he gets attacked, then then the uh, the sheriff gets attacked, yeah. but they don't show what it is, and they come out fine. They do come yeah. out pretty fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no, okay. no injuries or yeah. Okay. But All when right. she does hear the marshal, she runs back in once she finally, she has a lighter that has no, she is no, it's out. It's like that big lighter. You can, whenever you're looking for a lighter, the one that doesn't work, she's trying to light it over and over like 20 times. And then she finally lights it. She leaves the cave thinking like, oh, I'm going to kill this bounty hunter, which again, I think is still terrible. She did terrible things. Like she admitted to the terrible things that she did to to. Oh, so she should she just started. turn herself to, in to stone. Yeah, she should. Nah. No, let's murder this guy. Get ready to blow him <laughs> up. And then she hears Marshall, and she goes, "Oh no!" She runs in, stomps it out, fine for a second. Then obviously it catches again. But at that same time is when uh, the Marshall's in the water, and the cave starts dropping. Yeah, and at that very time, because the flames are going around, because everything kicked back up. So what? Why? Why is the cave dropping? Is that the butt expanding? The stomach that's expanding? The, yeah, Something that's is the... expanding. Is there thorns on the stomach? That they're not. They don't explain. Like they really. I don't think they understood what they were doing with this because it just makes no sense. Or was the. So again, let's just talk about it. So what it is? Somehow they're either inside. Or they're underneath 
a giant turtle. Because now I'm thinking, is that the stomach of the turtle that is compressing down, or are they inside the turtle? Well, the the hole. I thought the hole was the. T- so the cave. They walk in. That I mean, if anything, that does look like a butthole. <laughs> they keep like coming butthole. in and out. No, I know. It's like the, so. The yeah, I mean, everything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but again, why would there be a little turtle in there? Yeah, living <laughs> that inside, that's the living inside this big turtle. And like I said, this turtle is massive. Jeez. Like, you know, w- when it moves, you know, you're thinking like, all right, you know, it's going to be, you know, like a, a rock monster or something. No, it they literally look like ants when they're running away. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. and the turtle moves so fast because it catches uh, it, up to them and uh, seemingly crushes well, all the bad people without us knowing. One step, it, it, you know, I mean, the, the size of the turtle, it's going it's, it's going to reach them. Yeah. Doesn't have to go that fast. But oh my god, dude. When he uses uh, so Sweeney uses his magic cane that's holding and stopping it like in Star Wars, like they're able to stop like the trash that compactor. In this, they're able to like stop this like the ceiling that's all spiked out from crashing down by the cane, you know, Miss Kitty comes in, she's pulling them out and she goes, you go. And she goes, my son. Uh. And, and then I forget what she says and said, what do you think she was trying to say? Son. Uh, I know. I was just kidding. <laughs> well, but, but why not? But why not really address it? But I'm saying, but why not really address because it? Because I think they were leaving it for, for the third, for the trilogy. Uh, I would love that because I mean, did it? Doesn't the movie kind of end with her? Yeah, it does. It does. Her, yeah, right. So I think they were trying to lead like that would be the third story, which thank goodness they didn't make. Well, they they wanted to, but apparently things didn't work out with Paramount. Apparently, no one watched the first one, so they're like, you know what? Why would we make the first one's like a huge? It's so funny when you search this movie even on Tubi. It's so funny. All the big Elvira did an episode on it. Shatner had some like half-ass kind of trying to be like Elvira kind of thing. Rift Tracks did it. Like all the people did it. We did it. So maybe we'll be on uh, Tubi or something. But no, it is. It, it is. Uh, it's what it is. It's a campy movie. But no, the fact that we see that turtle, like I don't know where that giant turtle comes out of nowhere. She says, "My sister," and then she falls into it. They run out. The place explodes like underneath the turtle, and then that's when it starts moving. And you're like, "What the? How the hell does that happen? How does it happen?" And like, I want more. I want more of a story with this turtle. I know like, you do. Yeah. Are a there off a spinoff? Yeah, a spin-off. Me, I, the and then I would, could watch it. Then, like, you know, that that turtle was the size of the the Godzilla turtle. Uh, yeah. Gamera. Gamera. Like, yeah. That that's the that's that's what the turtle looked like. You know, like that's what it should have been. You know, like, is there another turtle? Like, was that his baby? The little turtle. Do you imagine that that little turtle turned into that? <laughs> well, it wouldn't turn to anything because Lash tosses it aside. So <laughs> Nick's always in the movies when our actors or actresses like hit animals, like when, yeah. uh, when oh. Don Fontalore's wife kicks the dog, kicked the dog in Munchies. Oh, that poor dog. She punted. Rough. She punted Stop. that. She punted that thing. She did. But then, so the end of the movie, we get. The Sweeney, he's leaving, and he's like, "How about a kiss?" And she goes, and Zach goes, "Nope, she's with me." And then we do the, then they make out. I'm telling you, if you watch that again, the fact that the, that Mateo takes his hat off to oh. be like, "Bro, I got you." Listen, that, and that was a deep makeout. They were, yeah, they were going was, at it. They were into it. They were. And so, what do you did, think uh, Lash yeah. is hooking up with the the green guy? Still? Oh yeah. 
Oh, wasn't that weird the way that cut? Well, I think they died. No, they we died. They died with the turtle. To the turtle. The turtle ran the boat. The turtle. Lash died too? Yeah. And the there. army. Well, they see him that because they're they like, oh, it's coming towards us. Yeah. And then we see a spar shot and we hear like a sound. But Oh, we forgot the dick uh, joke. Hopefully not. They made a dick joke uh, earlier in the movie with them. With the mother loads. And he's like, he's like, we're, we're going to get, we're going to get the mother loads of all mother loads. And then it's like, yeah, it's all coming to us. Really? Yeah. They, I they, remember they, that. They, they, uh, the green guy says, yeah, it's all because she's like, we're going to hit the mother loads of all mother loads. And then the green guy <laughs> goes, and it's all coming to us. I was like, I did not did, catch that. Did they just make that during either? their dirty talk of murdering each other? <laughs> no, that's when they were going to the towards like what they thought was like the the treasure turtle thing, or the with the turtle. Oh, when they were going there. Oh, yeah. Okay, I was, I was probably still so blown away by everything that was transpiring in that cave. But no, that's good. That's that good. was pretty funny. But, I just uh, thought it was funny. God. So then, when they're doing the funeral, so they're doing a funeral, and then who walks up at the funeral? Miss Kitty walks up. They go, how did you know them? Again, why wouldn't the, the, the friggin' uh, Lurch knows her? And the fact that he's like, how do you know the deceased? Or how well do you know the deceased? Very well. And turns around. And I, dude, George Sakai crushes this scene. Tornation! <laughs> and I love how you, you could add like a long ass scene. I think that's what's funny about with Sam. Sam ha- obviously has a hand in the writing a little bit. I'm sure like on set when it comes to it, but I love he goes for once and for all, you're going to have to stand there and you're going to have to tell us the truth about what happened to you. And she goes free drinks at my place for everybody. And he goes, all right. And then everybody <laughs> leaves. That's what I mean. Miss Kitty, uh, Miss Kitty is like the town, like without yeah. her, She's like the mafia. Nothing. Yeah. So, and she said something about nine lives, right? She does. Yeah. yeah she referenced that. Cause I, it's funny. Cause I mentioned that I'm like nine lives are over. Cause I thought she was going to say that because every time her and Sweeney went back and forth talking, even in the cave or before it was like cat and mouse game. Like they were kept saying those lines, but, uh, and then we see gaunt when he says, I canceled bingo yeah, yeah. Thursday. <laughs> I know you'll make it up to me. Yeah. That's, and that's the that's the scene where at the end when she's like she's like oh, I don't know like how I'll be able to, and he he pats her on the butt and he goes you'll find a way to make it up to me and then he like walks oh. out smiling. I was like a lot yeah. of ass uh, ass improv in this movie. A lot, that- of, <laughs> lot of ass work in this. Is movie. that okay? Yeah, a lot of yeah. And I'm wondering, I'm like, so what so what do you think about that scene? I, you know, sometimes when I really need to change a scene, I just smack the person in the ass. I add that little flavor to it. Get that natural but, uh, reaction. And then, yeah. And then Mateo and Stella are dating now because they leave like together, like hand in hand. You're mm-hmm. like, okay, this is it. Oh, and then boom. And then Julie Newmar with the last line. Ah, sweet mystery. And that's literally all it is. And it I'm was. like, wait, huh? <laughs> that's they're setting up the, the, the third, third one. one. Yeah. The Oblivion universe, man. Bring it back. No, I do. But again, I, I think the one thing, again, that was Oblivion too. The thing that I love about these type of movies is obviously when you watch a movie, you like have to be transported like into that time to think about what influenced it. And again, Twin Pe- this is like so Twin Peaks. Like I could, I could have seen a show like this, like 
it's set up like a series. Even when you're watching it, it like is. they have it's the two a sci-fi movies. series. Yeah, but when you're watching it, like even though this is an hour and forty minutes, the first one's I think ninety minutes. When you're watching them, you're like, it's episodic. Like you're yeah. seeing these things. You can. Well, see it's really cut. an hour and thirty minutes. We spent twelve minutes of watching the first, first one, <laughs> and and the credits, and the, the, cre- the credits, and the credits. Are 10 minutes long. Yeah, yeah. So you know what? You're right. So now it's that we're down like to an hour and fifteen. But if there's any movie that's right for a, a remake, this would be it. Because it had very like uh, it almost almost was like a, like a very super low budget like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like it had that kind of like vibe almost. Uh, but like this, this has had like a, this had like a Power Rangers slash. I was waiting for Sergeant Kabuki to come in. But like like this Sergeant is Sergeant Kabuki to- man. Like I could see yeah. This is the- I could see Chris Pratt playing Zach Stone. Like like no joke right away. Okay. This I, is the surre- this is the surreal life cast. He's not playing anything in this movie. Uh, this is you know this you're getting Ian Ziering and you're getting uh, you know maybe one of the kids from American Terry, High, Ter- Jason Biggs, Tara Reed. <laughs> Tara, t- Tara Reed isn't made for her. He's Mur. <laughs> so yeah, no, she plays Lash. Oh. Oh. So no. let's go with our guest first. <laughs> Nick, would you recommend? Would you recommend uh, somebody to watch Oblivion to Backlash? Um. For Lash back, Lash. Oh, oh, Lash back, do we, Lash. Do we just have a rip torn mo- moment? <laughs> um, Not close, but in a second, I really, I really just said that slow, and I'm like, back. Lash. I didn't, I didn't get it either until just now. Um, yeah, I would probably recommend it just, just for the, just for the, <laughs> just for, just for the sheer fact of like, what is like that someone could have like made this, that it's a, a completely original idea, a script, uh, if there was a script, um, just to see an original, completely original thing. And it's, com- it's like somebody, I don't know, got some money and was like, let me, uh, let me make this. And they were like, Hey, Isaac Hayes, George Takai, you want to be in my movie? Uh, I would recommend it. Yeah, sure. Why not? It's <laughs> It's a good movie. It's a good like Friday night hang out with your friends get stoned to movie. Like this is one of those movies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Jamie? No. <laughs> Absolutely. There's no there's no reason to watch this movie. And uh, listen, if 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 this is your idea of a hanging out with your uh, your friends that get stoned and watch this, there's plenty of other things you can watch that you'll enjoy more than than this. This is I guarantee you within 5 minutes everybody's getting bored. Yeah, but you're not talking about Penis Beetle bar while watching The Godfather. No, I I, I, I get it, but I, I, you know, again, I think the campiness of Sharknado was better than the campiness in this. This 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 just seemed like this seemed like a dress rehearsal for Sharknado. Okay. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say no. This this absolutely, <laughs> you know, there's no need. There's no need. Well, of course, I'm going to say you got to check it out. Uh, it's free on Tubi <laughs> if you haven't checked it out. And uh, again, it's also again, a movie's uh, free. There's a reason why it's free. It's also on Amazon too. No, there's That's a lot of awesome. great movies on Tubi. Oh, you watch it on uh, Amazon? Yeah. See? Yeah. Did you pay for it? No. Hell no. 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 It was free. It was free. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Yeah. Yeah. I watched it on Amazon Prime. Okay. <laughs> All right, Nick, thanks for uh, coming back for another great movie. I'll make sure the next one is even better. We, we promise you we're trying to. Well, I got news to you. You know, what? It, it, that should be pretty easy. Yeah, it's the, the, the bar's <laughs> been set pretty low. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, how much? Lo- I don't even want to ask how much lower we can go because they're probably they're probably. Oh, I'll, I'll find something. 
Ugh. You'll probably crowdsource. You'll probably crowdsource another Munchie movie just so we have the chance uh, to talk about it. Yeah. We we need to find a movie that's zero rating on Rotten Tomatoes. We need Ooh. to find a sequel that's zero. Ooh. Okay. Because I want to find that one movie that's less than lower than less the mask. Because I think Son of the, the mask, mask was like seven. Wasn't it something like that? Like really? No, low? we covered one that was less. I did. I, I think well, there was I, one that was like five or something. I want a zero. I want a zero Rotten Tomatoes score. Wait, Can I check two, not lower? Wasn't Exorcist I think two? The mask was the lowest one. Exorcist two was like super low, right? Wasn't, but it wasn't lower than. I, I think the bar is the mask. I don't. Uh, I, we didn't do too many. The less than that one, but wow. we got to find a zero. I want to see what's some, considered a zero. We got some homework uh, for you, Nick. But yeah, right. thanks again, man. I always appreciate it. And uh, yeah, so next uh, we're bringing back another one of our guests that we've. I think this might be his eighth or ninth time. He's our horror sequel expert, Chris Egan, and we're covering a franchise that super popular and it's like one of those it was during that resurgence of horror in the 90s so like the screams i know you did last summer and final destination uh jeffrey reddick our our guest he was a writer of the first one and he wrote the second one he has stories about obviously the first movie they changed the script a little bit is they change it from adults to high school because that's what was in at the time and obviously devin sawa was in that movie ali larder so many others but the second one is the one that really had his fingerprints on it. And his story was great. He grew up in Kentucky, small town. He was in love with the first Nightmare on Elm Street. He actually wrote a prequel in 1985, mailed it to Bob Shea. Bob Shea mailed it back and said, hey, this is unsolicited. We can't read it. And then he mailed it back. He was so ballsy at a young age, like wanting to do it. And he was like, come on, man. I rented your movie. Please read it. So Bob Shea read it. They formed like this friendship. So Bob would send him scripts to read movie posters, you name it. And then within 10 years after he went to school, he's working at new line in New York city. So then that is the connection kind of the way final destination got made. Like he was working in marketing when this movie got made. So great stories from his career. He started as an actor and people basically, you know, said the harsh reality that movies were in the, you know, for people of color in like the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s that, hey, we're not casting for roles for you. So then that's when he rechanged. He started getting into writing again like he was when he was a kid. Then obviously he has a franchise that he's getting paid every time they make a new one. And there's a new one coming out later this year. He was just consulted on what to do. And uh, yeah, Jeffrey was a blast to talk to. So you're you're going to love hearing his story. Uh, really cool guy. The fact, the way Final Destination was made the story of that should be a documentary the way the beginning to the end lots of fun but yeah so don't forget to review rate share our podcast follow us on all social media at sequels only and don't forget to check out our website sequelsonly.com good night good night good night good night